All righty. Welcome to it. It is the 3rd of January, 2023. Happy Tuesday to you. We're going back to normal order tomorrow on this program, but I have this in the can. I have it ready to go since we're past the holiday. And so I thought, you know, every once in a while, I like to show you what you get at patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast or Derek Hunter.locals.com. And maybe you like it. New people come all the time. People leave. If you don't like swearing, don't listen. Stop now. You're not going to miss anything, I promise you, except swearing and jokes and uh, jokes that involve a lot of crude language. So if it's not your cup of tea, I don't want the emails going, oh, I don't really care for that kind of language. That's the point. That's the point of this. Sometimes the news needs to be talked about the way that I talk about the news in the week in F and Review. Actually, all the time it does. I don't. So I've separated the swearing from the non-swearing. This is normally the non-swearing, but every once in a while, for promotion's sake, it becomes the swearing. So you can go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast, support the show, get an episode like this or better every week and uh, all sorts of other things and enter contests and whatnot. I will see you guys tomorrow. If you don't like swearing, stop now. You've been warned. 2022 can kiss my ass. It's the year in fucking review. All righty, hello again, everyone. Happy Christmas, New Year's, whatever the hell it's been since we talked. It is the last day of 2022. I hope you're having a wonderful fucking Saturday. We're going to look back at this piece of shit year and give it the middle finger because it can't end soon enough. What a shitty year 2022 was. It's the year in fucking review or maybe even the year in fucking preview. Look at 2023 as we do this thing. I tell you, it's glorious to be on vacation. But you watch all this shit happening, and thankfully nothing major has happened except for on the way out of the year, Democrats being Democrats. It's amazing to me. Democrats are that drunk dude who is asked to leave a restaurant and is, you're too drunk, you're too loud, I'm sorry you're going to have to go. And he goes, well, what about this guy? They're too loud. What about this one? They're loud. And he starts knocking over every fucking table. He's going to go. He's going. He's not sticking around, but he's going to douchebag his way out of the fucking restaurant or bar or whatever as he does it. That's what Democrats are with Donald Trump's tax returns. Honestly, do you give a flying fuck about Donald Trump's tax returns? Whether you love Donald Trump or you hate Donald Trump, do you really give a shit? Are you sitting there up at night going, oh my God, if only we had had Donald Trump's tax returns six years earlier? Did you know? Nobody gives a shit. Maybe Rachel Maddow wakes up in a cold sweat going, oh, Trump's tax returns, oh, God. No other normal human being does it because they don't give a fuck. But now we have Donald Trump's tax. See, Democrats said it's so wildly important. It's fucking important that we get Donald Trump's tax returns. The American people, we have to look at these things. What if he's making money? What if he- So they get them. And what do they do just a couple weeks later? They fucking throw them out. The window, basically, to the public. Well, what's the point? That was not why they said they needed Donald Trump's tax returns. 
for the interests of transparency? And what if he's making money? And what if he's this, that? And the no, they just want to embarrass him. Nobody really thought the guy has ten uh, worth ten billion dollars. He might not even be a billionaire. It doesn't his tax returns don't have anything to do with his net fucking worth. But who gives a shit? They wanted to show that Donald Trump lies about how rich he is. Is that breaking news to any fucking buddy? Talk to any guy and his dick is like twice as big as it really is. Suddenly, you know, they can tell you, you go three miles down the road and it'll be three miles down. You turn right and then you go a mile and a half and you turn left and then about 178 feet down there, you turn right again and you're right there. A guy can tell you that kind of shit with precision, precision of a fucking GPS system. And it talks about their dick sizes like, I don't, I don't know, what is that, 10 inches, 12 inches? No, it's four. It's four. No, no, no. It's like this. Yeah, no, no, that's four. Here's a fucking ruler. Nah, I don't need no ruler. I know what it is. No, you don't. You lose all your perspective and ability, dude. All right, you're not fooling anybody. Okay. But Democrats have this fucking thing. Oh, we got it. We got it. We got his tax returns. And they fucking went through his tax returns. And guess what they found? They found absolutely nothing in his tax returns. Nothing in his tax returns. Oh, he didn't pay taxes, Asia. Was it illegal? Well, no. Well, then I don't give a fuck. Did he break the law? Well, no. Okay. Then what is the purpose of this exercise? Well, we just, it was very important that we put this out in the law. You know how I know that even Democrats recognize that there's nothing in Donald Trump's tax returns? They released this shit on the 30th of December. They released this shit on a Friday before a holiday weekend. That's how you can tell Democrats have no fucking... They knew that there was nothing in these tax returns. If it was anything, if they found a smoking gun and they got the tax returns a couple weeks ago, they'd have been like, holy shit, we need to get this stuff out as quickly as possible. They didn't. They didn't. They said, well, it took a while. We had to redact all the personal information. You can find his fucking addresses and social security number pretty fucking easily on tax returns. All right. I don't care how many pages there are. It ain't that fucking complicated to find social security numbers and other identifying marks. All right. Bank accounts and shit like that. You know where it is. It's a fucking form. It's that way on all of them. So they released it. Because they had to. Because they told their left-wing, flying monkey, asshole-sucking army, oh, we're going to get Trump's tax returns out there. We're going to get Trump. Because there are people out there. The Rachel Maddows, the Chris Hayes of the world, the Joy Reeds, the MSNBC viewers who are like, oh, we need Trump's tax. We'll show that. Stuff. And they're mad. He didn't pay anything in taxes. They don't care that it's not illegal, and they don't even care that it was their fucking goon squad in Congress who wrote the fucking tax code that allowed him to pay nothing in taxes or shift his tax burden around from year to year. They fucking want blood. They hate Donald Trump, so it doesn't fucking matter. If he'd have paid 100% in taxes, they would have said, he's a piece of shit. He overpaid his taxes because he was trying to hide something. They would always find a reason to be mad. That's the people this was released for. Those are the only people who give a fuck. And those are the only people who Democrats give a fuck about, to be perfectly honest with you. But if there was anything there, they would have released this shit long ago. This, instead, what they did was the Bill and Hillary Clinton tactic, 
wait, 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 leak a little bit of information when they first got the tax returns and said, well, here's the numbers, which don't really mean shit and nobody even gave a crap about, but they don't really mean anything. Here's the numbers. And then what? They released it on a Friday before a long weekend, which by Tuesday, most people are going to go, what the fuck? Who cares? Especially with media. By the time Tuesday rolls around, what are they going to be talking about? And in the next couple of years, when it comes to Donald Trump's taxes, what are they going to be talking about? Do you think it's going to have any fucking thing at all to do with reality? Do you think that uh, that Nicole Wallace is going to write a monologue and go, well, wait a second, we really need to make sure that we're talking what we're talking about here and Donald Trump's taxes is accurate? We have to make sure that we have this down pat, right? Fuck no. They don't give a shit. They're just going to make it up. They're just going to make it up. I guess releasing the taxes gives them cover for making shit up. And you'd think it would be the opposite, you know, because you got the truth out there and people could go look shit up and it makes it difficult to lie about it when you've got the truth floating out there. But Democrats and the media recognize that people aren't going to fucking go, wait a second. Wait one moment. Lawrence O'Donnell said that Donald Trump stole $800 billion, and, and so that I will go find that in his tax return. No, they're not going to fucking do that. The lapdogs who watch MSNBC are just going to go, well, <laughs> Donald Trump does suck. So when Larry O'Donnell tells me that he's a piece of shit who doesn't pay anything in taxes, never did, never will, won't do anything, it must be true. I don't need to go look it up. Larry O'Donnell wouldn't fucking lie to me. And they would also have the added thing, well, Rachel Maddow wouldn't lie. The tax returns are public. The tax returns are out there. If she were lying, somebody certainly would have told me by now. But yes, when you live completely in an echo fucking chamber full of bullshit and lies bouncing off the walls, doesn't matter. Nobody's going to fact check anybody. Nobody's going to fact check shit. So Democrats have weaponized a Nerf ball, somehow. That's what these taxes are. They're a fucking Nerf ball. There's nothing to them. Nothing. Well, we didn't pay enough in taxes. Did he break the law? Well, no, he didn't break the law, but he didn't pay enough. He didn't pay his fair share in taxes. Did he break the law? No, he followed the law. So who writes the fucking law? Who's in charge of the fuck? It's you guys. It's you assholes in Congress. Who wrote the lion's share of the tax code? That would be Democrats, by the way. Uh, oh, well, he's just, he's using all these loopholes. It has nothing, there's no fucking loophole. Somebody somewhere who gave money to some politician, Democrat or Republican, said they wanted whatever, to be able to write off this or deduct that, and blah, 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 blah. And somebody in the tax code in the writing process said, all right, that sounds pretty good. You gave to my campaign, I'll hook a brother up. They aren't loopholes when they're deliberate. They're, they're, they're features, not quirks. And that's what these motherfuckers have. That's all throughout our tax code. It's features, not quirks. Now, you sit there and you go, well, I never did. Yeah, well, you probably didn't have multi-million dollars in businesses or expenses or income or whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. The tax code wasn't written for us. The tax code was written for them, for the rich people. The ones that Democrats bitch about constantly. And it was, ironically, written by Democrats for the people Democrats bitch about constantly. It's kind of fucked up and funny, but it's also annoying as hell that so many people fall for this shit. So congratulations, Democrats. You ended 2022 the complete and total 
fucking assholes you guys were throughout the year. I guess there's something to be said for consistency. And that's kind of the thing about 2022, isn't it? It was consistently shitty. It was consistent across the board. And it even ended on a down note. Now, granted, Republicans, when Congress comes back on Tuesday, will be in the majority. And that's a good thing. And I think we can all agree that that's a good thing. But it will... They will be in a tiny, tiny fucking majority. And one of these assholes is running around claiming to have stormed the beaches at Normandy. And he's like in his 20s or 30s, whatever the fuck he is. These people are so fucking stupid. This Santos guy. Jesus Christ. But you know what? Just think of him as a young Joe Biden. He's getting a head start. Fuck them. Democrats are trying to say he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go to try and make the Republican majority even smaller. And uh, no, fuck that. He's a piece of shit. He should never be reelected. But you know what? He's fucking Joe Biden. Honestly, if the Biden rules apply, this cocksucker would get reelected for the next 47 years. So to hell with him. I I know they want moral outrage. But they said, well, Joe Biden's lies are just minimal. Just, just They're not minimal. He fucking says he marched in the civil rights movement. Now, granted, saying you have family members who survived the Holocaust is pretty shitty, but so is saying that you were arrested and you marched during the civil rights movement because there are people alive who actually did that, and you didn't. You decidedly didn't do that. You chose not to do that because you're not a fucking civil rights champion, Joe. You're an asshole. You're an after-the-fact kind of guy who shows up to the rumble when it's over Kicks a guy who's unconscious and goes, yeah, we kicked some ass, didn't we? You didn't do shit, you asshole. So spare me, Democrats, all your righteous indignation. At least we admit that ours is an asshole. You won't. You can't. And yours is worse, honestly. But the American people, for whatever reason, they decided that they liked their assholes. And I think it has, I still go back to if I had to name a conservative or Republican douchebag of the year, I'd have to go back to Lindsey Graham. I got to go back to Lindsey Graham. He is the senator from Fox News. He's on Fox News constantly. Fox News isn't real life. As much as you might like it and wish it were, it is not real life. And it's important to remember that it's not real life. But Lindsey Graham since he's always on set or in the green room, does live in a world where Fox News, I think he's hoping by sheer force of will, will become real life. And as such, he decided in a year when he was not up for re-election that he would insert himself into... Now, there's a lot of ways that that sentence could end, but I'm not going to end it any of those dirty ways. He decided that he would insert himself into every election across the country by reminding Democrats of what they were pissed off about over the summer but had moved on from because inflation was so bad. Gas prices had gotten so high. Inflation was so bad. Food was costing so much. And everybody got pissed off. They couldn't go to the fucking rallies. They couldn't go to the riots. They couldn't go to the protests. They couldn't get out in front of the Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh's and and Coney Barrett's houses because it cost too goddamn much money to get there. And they were blowing all their money on food and on gas. And like, well, we can't go. Energy, the ability to heat their homes. I can't afford to go to the protest. 
Now I'm pissed off that I can't afford to go to the protest, and I'm pissed off that it's costing so much for a fucking sandwich, and I'm pissed off about... And the, the bubble over the Hobbes decision, the reversal of Roe v. Wade, had burst. Democrats were deflated. They were a Viagra patient after four hours when the whole thing wore off and the, everything went down to nothing. And along comes Lindsey Graham and says, I've got the penis pump for you, Democrats. I can remind all of you why you are pissed off and get you to not give a shit about how much gas is doing. Because, you know, people move on. People move on. So Lindsey Graham says, you know what? I want to introduce a national abortion ban at 15 weeks. After what? After decades of conservatives saying Roe v. Wade needs to be overturned, all that means is it would go back to the states. It would revert back to the states. Let the states decide it is the ultimate in our republic. That is how our government works. It is federalism, ladies and gentlemen. Lindsey Graham goes, yeah, but fuck that. Nah, to hell with that shit. And decides to do the exact opposite. And that confused a lot of conservatives like me. are going, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? You can, on a state-by-state -state basis, you can impose all sorts of restrictions and save countless lives. Why the fuck are you doing this now? At a time when the air is out of the balloon. And he had no good fucking reason. And he said, well, if this piece of legislation is so goddamn important to introduce now, when you... You will never get a vote. You will, it will never go anywhere. Chuck Schumer gave him a vote, gave him a vote, because Chuck Schumer is smart politically. When your opponent is giving you what you want, that should be a pretty decent indication that your dumbass is doing something that is unhelpful to your cause. But Lindsey Graham didn't give a shit. He's just la, 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 do, 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 walking through life. He's not up for re-election. Boy, howdy. I bet he fundraised a lot off of it because there are a lot of pro-lifers out there who would like to see a national abortion ban. But you know what? It could have been introduced after the election if it's so goddamn important. Why? Because it doesn't fucking matter. It wasn't going anywhere anyway. It wasn't going anywhere anyway. The House of Representatives was never going to pass it, and the President of the United States was never going to sign it if somehow it passed both houses. All he did was reawaken that rage mob. All those Democrats who had gone from being pissed about abortion to being pissed about not being able to drive their cars or get to work or afford food, now are reminded, oh, wait a second, I'm fucking pissed about abortion. All over again. And now the Democrats could say Republicans are looking to ban abortion nationwide. That's why you have to vote for Democrats. And guess what? They did. Now, don't give me this bullshit about, well, the national popular vote, Republicans won that. Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't fucking matter. You sound like Democrats back in 2016 and go, well, Hillary won the national, she won the popular vote. She should be, pre that's not how our government fucking works. All right. That's not how the government works. Get over it. Recognize Reality And the reality is Lindsey Graham fucked up. Frankenstein's grunting, constipated monster up in Pennsylvania won because all he did was talk about abortion. 
and all his campaigns were about abortion and all his surrogates. He grunted about fire bad every once in a while, but his surrogates and his campaign ads were about abortion. They were. Why? Because that was what motivated Democrats. He needed what motive... Look, nobody's excited to vote for Dr. Oz. Nobody goes, oh, I am half-masked. I'm going to go rub one out thinking about how I get to vote for Dr. Oz. No human being... If they, if somebody did that, they need to have their hands removed. If you're masturbating to the thought of voting for Dr. Oz, there's something fundamentally wrong with you. But when it came to the issues... More people were motivated to vote for abortion than vote against it. Why? The simple fact that the Hobbes decision had come down, right? This is what these assholes, Republicans in particular, don't seem to understand. You would think 2020 would have reminded them, 2018 would have reminded them. Every time Republicans lose, it would remind them of it. Elections are about what you're going to do. They aren't about rewards for what you've done. A lot of Republicans probably thought, well, we've overturned abortion. Uh, Roe v. Wade has been overturned, and that's a good thing, and it is a good thing. So then suddenly, all these people who are really, really motivated by abortion, all these pro-life conservatives, they... They will come out and vote for us. They will reward us, even though you didn't fucking do it. You didn't pass a piece of legislation. You didn't do jack dick. You fucking Supreme Court overdid it, overturned it. But they thought they were, look what we did. We've accomplished what we set out to do. Okay, what's next? Well, no, 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 no. Let's take a moment and reflect upon what, no, I don't give a fuck. What's next? Because we live in next. We live in next town. Or at least we we live in now town. We are moving to next town constantly. We don't live in past town. We'll give you some applause and we'll say, oh, that's good. And maybe we'll give you some, some campaign donations based on what you did in Pastburg. But in now town and in Futureville, these are the things we fucking care about. What are you going to do in now town to make Futureville better? Don't tell me what you did in Pastville. I ain't going to fucking suck your dick over what you did in past town. Or whatever. I got to get these towns right. But you get the idea. Republicans seem to think that they were owed votes because of things they'd done in the past. In so many of these elections. Because they don't sit there and tell you what they want to do. Now, it's difficult if you're a bumbling idiot who can't message the concept of liberty to come up with a coherent message going forward. And I hope to God that in 2023... So we look and shift our gaze forward into the next year, the year in preview, that Republicans learn how to do this. Because what happens in 2023 is going to be wildly important to what happens in 2024. 2023, legislatively and message-wise, more particularly, is going to be really super important in 2024. It can be a do-nothing Congress and Joe Biden running around going, nobody's doing anything. Do-nothing Congress. How could you do it? Give us back Congress and re-elect me. And that's going to resonate with some people if Republicans do stupid things with the House of Representatives. 
Republicans have to do smart. I know that's get fucking dangerous when you say Republicans have to do smart things, but Republicans have to do smart things with the House of Representatives. You can't just do things that are never going anywhere. You've got to have baby steps and big leaps. You've got to have things that the Senate will not ever pass, but you also have to have things that the Senate will be pressured to pass and maybe put on Joe Biden's desk. And you've got to be very strategic about what you name pieces of legislation. And you've got to be able to most importantly go out and tell the American public what these things are and what they will do. And the RNC and the NRSC and the NRCC, the Republican National Senatorial Committee and the Republican uh, Congressional Campaign Committee, they need to start advertising now. They need to buy issue ads. The media is not going to educate the American public about the truth of what's going on in Washington, D.C. and how shitty Democrats are. They're all Democrats. Why the fuck would they? The Republicans need to do that. And if that means less money in 2024, you spend money now, or less staff, or pay cuts, or whatever, so fucking be it. Anybody who goes into politics to get rich should be run the fuck out of it. They need to do issue ads explaining, well, not constantly, they don't need to spend a fuck ton of money, but on occasion, whatever's going on in the news, the bullshit that the Democrats are spewing and the media is repeating needs to be highlighted and countered. Not just on Fox, not just on Newsmax, but where actual Americans who vote are. Right fucking there on their TVs in 30-second bites with a website where they can go find more. Most people never will, but you got to have it anyway. That's what needs to be done. They need to counteract this shit, and they need to counteract it now. Because I cannot rely on these Republicans. I watched them with this massive spending bill and this firing down their own fucking trench. As much as I agreed with those members of the House, I think there were six of them who wrote a letter and said, you fucking Republican senators, any of you who vote for this omnibus bill, we will oppose everything you want forever. We'll destroy you. Like, oh, that's that's great. That's shooting, that's pulling the pin from a hand grenade and throwing it down your own trench. Congratulations. So, by the way, there are going to be a lot of things that those dumbass senators want that you ultimatum givers want. Are you willing to fucking kick yourself in the balls? Because it's also something that those Republican senators want? No. No, you're probably not. So your ultimatum ends up being stupid. Don't issue ult- You never issue an ultimatum unless you're willing to actually shoot the hostage, right? That's that's the point of an ult. Otherwise, you're just an asshole who's demanding things, throwing a temper tantrum, and then when your bluff is called, you have to come up with some bullshit excuse, convoluted messaging, going, "Well, I, I didn't really say. I tell you what, in the future, I won't." Nobody gives a shit. All right. Don't issue ultimatums. Don't fire it on your own trench. You want to have a Republican purity fucking test and run every squishy, worthless piece of shit Republican out of the party? I'm down with that, but not until after we vanquish liberalism. How about that? Can we all agree to that? 
We can't agree to that because there are too many grand standards. There's way too much fucking money. In 2023, I don't see any reason why it would be any different than 2024. It's my natural cynicism. It's going to be a whole bunch of people who are going to grandstand, trying to position themselves as leaders of this faction or leaders of the other faction and what have you, whatever, whatever, whatever. Look at me. I will go on television and make a case. And great, you can get a clip to go viral because you were on Fox and you said something that uh, really a pundit should say. And as a member of Congress, it's counterproductive when you say it. But I will remind you that on its best day, Fox News reaches exactly 1% of the population, or roughly 1% of the population. You spread that around the states, that's like, what, 60,000 per state. And you spread that around your congressional districts and you get to a tiny, tiny fraction of the American public who, if uh, my calculations are correct, you already have the votes of. So who the fuck are you trying to expand the tent to? Who the fuck are you trying to convince to come around to our way of thinking so that 2024 we actually win the Senate and win back and keep the House and win back the White House? How does this strategy help in that endeavor? The answer is it doesn't. It just fucking doesn't. These people are so fucking stupid. They're so interested. They play the holier-than-now card. They care about the cause, and maybe they do. Maybe they don't see the forest for the trees, but ultimately this strikes me as something that is more about their own glory than anything else. Maybe it's unconscious, but... Uh, Anybody who screams, look at me, is uh, probably not in it for the altruistic good of the country, right? Maybe I'm too cynical, but what happens in 2023 is going to matter in 2024. Republicans can just pass pieces of legislation in the House that are going to go nowhere and for the purpose of getting on getting votes on record, or you can try and make a case for significant, important uh, legislation to dramatically help the country. I hope they choose the latter. I hope they find a way to message. I'm not optimistic. They haven't been able to do so since Ronald Reagan to articulate a clear conservative message and deliver it in a convincing way since Ronald Reagan. It's been a long fucking time. But they're due. I mean, right? A stop clock is right twice a day. It's been 40 plus fucking years, isn't it? Isn't it time for the second time per day politically that these assholes are right? Plus, the Democrats are just so goddamn awful. God help us all. Anyway, I hope I didn't shit on your New Year's Eve and New Year's Day too much. Hope you have a wonderful one. 2022 could have been better. At least, you know, the silver lining is we did take the House. Kind of would have been better if we took the Senate because we could have stopped a lot of appointments in this administration of a bunch of weird-ass, child-molesting, grooming motherfuckers and people who are just total and complete racist assholes that are appointed by, ironically enough, a total and complete racist asshole. But um, can't do that. I'd say we could appeal to the Democrat senators' better nature, but we all know they don't have one. So we've got two more years at least. Let's hope to God that it's two more years at most 
of Democrats. It's not just Joe Biden. You said, well, Joe Biden, he'd be removed by the 25th Amendment. He could die. He could this. He could be too senile and not run. It's not Joe Biden that's the problem. He's the current iteration of the problem. It's Democrats that are the problem. And even a bigger problem oftentimes is these fucking Republicans who can't counteract these shitty Democrats because they don't know how to communicate. But that's beside the point. It is about defeating the progressive liberal left-wing mindset more so than it is anything else. Let's hope 2023 we're able to do that some and at least educate the public so that we might vanquish this evil fucking philosophy in 2023. Have yourself, or 2024, sorry, my dramatic buildup and I just shit all over my point. Have yourself a wonderful New Year's. Drink a bit of something. Don't drive. If you're listening to this on Monday because I'm not back, I'm not ready to come back from vacation. I would make a really good rich guy. Really good. (laughs) But uh, we'll be back to normal soon enough. Appreciate the hell out of you listening and all the support. Have a wonderful time. Tip one back for me. Pour a little out for your homies that we lost this year. And I'll see you next year.